like it. I hate it. Parker does that all the time. I yeah. hate it. And you hate Parker. I hate him as well, Obviously. also, yes. Uh, hello, everybody. This is the Fuck Hong Kill podcast. The horror podcast. Brought to you live from the podcast. <laughs> the podcast studio. High-tech studio. Yes. With, with trains running There's by. There's a train. Listen, see, hear that? That's how you know it's high-tech. Because <laughs> it's got a train. Yes. Um, um, my name is Mache. My name is Abby. And we talk about some horror films and uh, a bunch of other stuff usually too. Yes, a lot of crapola. Crapola, that's, uh, yeah. And at the end of this podcast, we will tell you who out of the films we have watched that we want to fuck, haunt, and kill. Exciting! It's like fuck, marry, kill, but spooky. Yeah, very spooky. Spooky <laughs> podcast. Very spooky. scary. Yeah, it's a very frightening podcast. And this episode, we're talking about films that Abby chose. Yes, um, we are talking about the uh, trifecta of vampire films. Uh, <laughs> trifecta. Yes. The free, like you know, the canon trifecta. <laughs> what do you think about vampire films? Those are the free films they everybody are. thinks about. Uh-huh. No other films. No, not no. at all. You can't think of anything else with nope. vampires in it. Only these. Only those we're free talking, things. We're, and you know what I'm talking about? We're talking <laughs> Let Me In, Let the Right One In, and Twilight. That is uh, right, but not the right order. We're going to talk about Let the Right One In first, right? We're going to talk about Let the Right One In first. Okay. Abby, why did you chose, chose, choose? Why did you choose those three films? I am Polish, by the way. Well. Sorry. <laughs> um, so... When I, so I, as we have discussed before, I think um, we both studied film in college separately in different countries, but we did in fact do it. We did not know each other. We did not know each other. A better time. Thank God. (laughs) Um, And for one week, I was doing, I think it was a gothic cinema module, and we were assigned Let the Right One In. We were sent. Sorry, I got. Who's texting? My sister. Who else? Fuck, Megan. This time she's not even, <laughs> even in the next afar. room. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were assigned Let the Right One In. And then we got a follow up email that was like, hey, if you're like, not, if you don't like blood, if it's a bit too scary for you, you can instead watch Twilight. Which is crazy. Which is, this is a very well respected lecturer who we stan. Um, but she's not wrong. They're thematically pretty similar. I would disagree, but we'll talk about that. Fine. Um, but yeah, so I watched both for that week because I love both of them. Well, I hadn't seen Let the Right One In yet. Um, I was a Twihard, as they called it. Um, oh, okay. Back in the day. Mm. Uh, Is that how they called it? They called it a Twihard, <laughs> I think. I read the books. What? I know, it was horrible. The oh. first series of books I ever like read at a fast pace because I don't really like reading. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, yeah, at all. So I'm go- I can read. I just don't like it. Um, so I love Twilight. Okay. And I think it's interesting to pile it in with these. And then we just figured, why not wa- watch Let Me In as well? Because yeah. I don't think either of us had ever seen it. No, I've never seen Let yeah. Me In before. Yeah. Just let the right one in. And I've seen Twilight as well uh, back in my... <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, my God. That was like a burp that I tried to like put down. Like, <laughs> I, I was like, don't do job. it. I know. Uh, I watched Twilight back in my teenage years as well because my girlfriend at the time was a Twi-hard. <laughs> I don't think she was a Twi-hard. She was like mildly interested. I think every girl like that age who was like when it came out, like 16, There was 17, some kind of interest, yeah. Yeah, there was like at least like a little bit interested in the books or the films or whatever. And I remember that she was, I think she read the book and she was kind of interested in the film. And she was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. 
watching it with me and I was like as many boys that age, I was like, okay, I guess, you know, I will oh, do it. Fine. I'll do it. And I watched it and I did not understand what is going on. Now that I rewatched it, I know better why. But yeah, I, I, that's the first time I've seen it. And I had, you know, my my memories of it were not very pleasant. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. It was all right, but didn't really care much for the film. I see. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's, let's move to, let's go let the right one in first. <clears throat> let the right one in. So you didn't see it in college. I did. Oh, you did. So you mm-hmm. did see it. No, you didn't see Twilight. You saw this. I watched. Oh. Yeah, I watched both. It was like yeah. a, you can watch this or this, and I was like, why not both? Oh, good student. You know, well, good if someone's student. gonna assign me Twilight to re to watch, I'm gonna say heck yes. Yes. I'll do it. Good stuff. So did you like with the right one in then? Um. Yes, I loved it. I think it is a wonderful film. It's a very good film. I agree. It is a wonderful film. It is Swedish. Oh. Who's the director? His name is Thomas Alfredson. Oh, yes. Mm. He is an interesting guy. His career is kind of weird. So he made uh, this. I think he made this first, right? That was like his first big thing, at least. And then he made... Let me see if I'm right. Yeah. So that's like 2008. He made some stuff before, but it's like Swedish stuff that you've never heard about. Or like I've never heard about. Uh, like Bert the Last Virgin. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, ben and Gunnar, a Swedish oh. film, obviously. But he made Let the Right One in. It's a big success. Everybody loves it. It's kind of a big thing. Then he makes uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Oh, he did that? Yeah, have you seen that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought you, get the, you got excited there. Well, I know, like, I know it exists. Yeah. Uh, that's a great film. That's a film where. That's an English film, isn't it? Yeah. Like, isn't it's in English? Yeah, that's a film with uh, Gary Oldman. Mm. And uh, it's like this thing. It's like this kind of spy drama thing, lots of talking, yeah, that kind of stuff. And I have no idea what's going on in this film. Like, I remember huh. watching it and being like, oh, I don't know what's happening, you know, Tom yeah. Hardy's in it, like a bunch of people talking in rooms about serious things. And I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about, but it's so well shot and kind of like looks nice. And yeah, Interesting. I kind of I liked it a lot. And then he made The Snowman. <laughs> The Thomas. snowman? Yeah. The, the snowman. like Christmassy thing? No, the oh. um, the film with um, Michael Fassbender. That dropped like a year ago, two oh, years ago. Not the we're walking in the air thing? Walking in the air. What's that? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking so about. So it's a, it's, a, it's a Christmassy... They often have it in Christmas ads. Um, it's often in the National Concert Hall in Dublin. And they do like a orchestra does it and it's like it's a song and it's like we're walking in the air <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a little boy singing it uh, his name is Alad Jones I believe it's just you see like a little boy forever no well now he's an adult oh. uh, an adult man does he still sing it um I would say if he does it's in a different pitch I would think Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's usually just like a young child yeah. or just the Alan Jones recording. And it's okay. just like an iconic uh, Christmassy thing. Wow. You often, at Christmas time, we often get a kitchen roll that has uh, the snowman on it. And then there was a follow-up. It was like snowman and snow dog. It's great. But I guess it's not that. It's not. No, it's a different thing. <laughs> I don't think Thomas Alfredson knows about this. No, the snowman is like a, it's like a crime film. Uh, with Michael Fassbender and everybody hated it. It was like this big flop. Nobody went to see it. It got like terrible reviews. Well, they probably expected it to be The Snowman with Alec Jones yeah, and they were disappointed. That's what everybody around the world thought uh-huh. it's going to be. But it was not. It was Michael Fassbender and some stuff. 
Do you know uh, what the character's name in the film is that Michael Fassbender plays? Michael. No. His name is uh, Harry Hall. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good start. Anyways, here's the uh, thing about the snowman. Detective Harry Hall investigates the disappearance of a woman whose pink scarf is found wrapped around an ominous-looking snowman. Oh. Scary. Don't like that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so that's a flop. And that's Thomas Alfredson. But when he goes and like does let the right one in, he's like this big thing. And everybody's like, oh, that's great. And it's a Swedish film, but it's a big success in America and all that stuff. And even though it features like 12-year-olds and has some sexual undertones, everybody's fine with it. Yeah, because it's Swedish. So yeah, like weird, <laughs> weird Swedish people do it. Well, you watched Let the Right One In first, didn't you? As in this time round. No, this time Yes, I did. Yeah. Sorry. I watched Let Me In first. So a lot of my notes, I feel like, were, mm-hmm. were comparative of it. Yeah. So I feel like we're just going to be kind of talking about them side by side. All right, so let's talk about them side by side. The thing is, like... Because, I, I mean, they're the same film. They're very similar. Except one's in English. Yes, they're and- very similar, I think... To the detriment of the American version, mm. very much so, because it's weird to watch the American version after the Swedish one, because it's so similar, and it doesn't feel like it adds anything yeah, it doesn't. new. It removes some vital things. It removes some things, yeah, that's for sure. Like, the very vital thing of uh, the CGI cat attack, which is a fucking crazy <laughs> thing that happens in the middle of a very serious yeah. film. <laughs> yeah, they adjusted all of that very strangely. I feel like there's a lot of changes they made. To make it, like, I don't know, more digestible for an American audience. You think so? Because yeah. I don't feel that very much. Because what do you... Like, what kind of change would that be then? I don't so, know. So in the... So in Let the Right One In, mm-hmm. you've got... Um, you've got the mum. And the mum is an alcoholic in Let Me In. And it's just a terrible mum. You don't see your face yeah. at all. You never see your face. Um, she's played by Cara Buono. Buono. She plays mm. the mom um, of... Mike in Stranger Things. There's oh, a really? fact for you, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I did not know but that. But you don't see your face, so what's the difference? Exactly. Um, but here's the thing. So you st- don't see your face and let me in. She's mm-hmm. just like an alcoholic, a wreck, always asleep, doesn't care about her child. Whereas in Let the Right One In, the mum is like pretty, not absent, but like you see her face perfectly. There's never like ambigu- ambiguity. But like... She's not an alcoholic. The dad's an alcoholic. Yeah. But it's just... It's almost that thing of like... Why is why is all this happening to the child? And it's like... Well, it must be because the mum's an alcoholic. It's like in the American one. They're like... A mum could not be bad. She must be alcoholic. <laughs> that is a fair point. I think that the thing is that... Let Me In is just trying to... Like, it's taking the same themes. Like, you could have... Like, there is also a theme of divorce and Let the Right One In. It's just a lot more subtle. It's like... It's mm. not like in your face... Oh, those people are terrible to each other. Mom's an alcoholic. Dad doesn't care. Yeah. It's just like more normal. It's just a kid and his parents are divorced and he's like kind of confused about it, but yeah, not he's, really. He's like, he's fucked up because of the bullying. He's not fucked up because of his parents. And I think in America, in the American one, they kind of blame it on a bit of both. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I mean, the, the boy in Let the Right One In is just kind of strange by himself. Like, I hate he's just his a hair. strange boy. I hate his hair. Uh, I have a bit here. Uh, that I wrote down while I was watching Let the Right One In. Uh, the kid looks kind of like Noel Fielding. Do you see that? Same hair, yeah. Yeah. He also has like this weird face kind of. He's got similar facial expressions maybe. Do I think? don't know. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Another interesting thing that they change is that in Let the Right One In, the like insult thing they do is like squeal like a pig. And in the American one, it's like, hey little girl. Yeah. So it's like 
the American one was like, oh, kids insult each other by calling them girls because girls mm-hmm. are shit. Yeah. And then the other one, it's like, because I guess squeal like a pig or whatever wouldn't translate well to American audiences. I think squeal like a pig is just like, because that's one of the, isn't that, is that the first line of dialogue you hear in the yeah, original? Yeah, I believe so. I think it is. And it's just such a jarring thing to hear from a child. And right away you're like, hmm, what's, what's wrong with this kid, <laughs> this, right? It's, yeah. It's kind of unsettling. Mm. Not in a very horror film kind of way, but like in a Swedish film kind of way, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's just this thing of, oh, that's kind of too much for an American film. Which, which is weird, because Let Me In does a lot of the stuff. It's a lot gorier, and like a lot of the stuff is maybe kind of amplified, but stuff like that feels to be like... I don't think it's kind of like... I, I don't think they're trying to make it milder. I think they're trying to make it more apparent you know yeah. it's like more like in your face like oh mom is al- alcoholic they call him a girl he pisses himself in the locker room it's yeah. like oh it's so not nice there's right? so many children pissing in horror this is the well, second Reg- episode where there's more children pissing <laughs> well reagan pissing his- herself in-, in the exorcist is a lot more like explosive of a scene because mm, it just true. goes straight on the carpet mm. and the carpet is ruined forever oh, fuck's sake. despicable this pa- this boy just ruins his pants. It's fine. Yeah, and the yeah, it just goes on the lino floor. Yeah. In Let Me In, they also have Ronald Reagan. It's stupid. It's like one of those. I, like, what are things. they trying to do? Nothing. They're putting it. They're like, this is the time period it's taking place in. Yeah. Whereas with Let the Right One In, there's it's one of those smart things that it's like, this is maybe happening at this time. Maybe it's yeah. not. It's in a vague time period, which Twilight does badly. By the way. Is Twilight trying to do it? No, but what I mean is that, right? So I learned this from It Follows. Yeah. That in the days we're living in, technology moves so fast that you shouldn't include today's technology in your film because it's going to age it and it's going to immediately make it like... Not not that it won't be easy to like relate to, but it's like in Twilight they use like really old phones. And it's like, you know, it was before smartphones. And yeah. immediately you're like, okay, this is like, this film is dated. Yeah, but it's like a film from, what, 2000? But if they removed that, it could be at any time. Yeah. It could be happening at any time if they removed it. And, sure, in, yeah. and it follows, they have their own weird type of phone that you can't relate to any, like, time period. That's true. But, like, a thing with Twilight, and we'll get to it, I'm sure, is that, like, it's a film so much of its time that I don't think anybody even tried to do it because it's pointless. It's a thing that happens at a time, and you need to... Fucking do it while you can and move on. (laughs) Interesting. That's what I think. Anyways, let the right one in. It's like, yeah, it's definitely this thing of it takes place in the 80s and you can kind of figure it out based on how the kids behave, what they do, the kind of music that's going on, you know, all that shit. But it's not very, uh, yeah, it's not very near face. And then Let Me In tries to do it like it starts off with this thing of like, oh, we're in America. It's New Mexico. It's very American. And then it doesn't do much with that. And then like all the scenes... That are the same and let me in, which are mostly the uh, the playground scenes or like the mm-hmm. the, uh, the jungle gym. Yeah, yeah. Those scenes are like word for word the same, and like I don't know, the setup of all of this feels kind of weird to me as yeah. an American thing. It doesn't feel American. Did you know that they specifically created in Let the Right One In? They specifically created that jungle gym so that it would fit in the cinemascope um, mm-hmm. frame. Very nice. Rather than a traditional uh, traditional jungle gym is like super high. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's a very small like. Uh, uh, it's like it's short, sh- so that yeah, it fits short, in yeah. and it mm-hmm. lets her like stand yeah, on, yeah, it. Yeah, on it and just kind of fall down. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another thing about Let the Right One In, it's so beautiful. Oh, it's shot so mm-hmm. well. Oh Something about snow and blood is just excellent. Yeah, it's just wonderful, and it's. Uh, 
I don't know, right when it starts and like the snow falls just like on the right of the on, of the screen. Oh, it's such a wonderful shot, and it mm-hmm. just keeps like upping, upping itself in, in terms of how far it can go with like one shots and like how it like does all the action. It's pretty great, and uh, it's not like Let Me In doesn't look good. It looks okay. Let Me In uses CGI a lot more blatantly, and think, it's not effective. I think it has good CGI elements. I think the attacks are pretty good CGI. I don't like it. I prefer when it's more subtle and like yeah animalistic. Yeah, I, I usually let, prefer... let the right one in. Yeah, I think they're better, but still, like, I kind of appreciate the way they try to use CGI because it's not, like, in your face. It's still, mm-hmm. like, in the background, a little bit blurry. You know, you don't really see it uh, clearly. So I think that makes it better. Yeah. doesn't look very dated, I think. You can still kind of watch it and be like, okay, kind of gets away with it. It's just, like, it seems, like, faster because she's fast. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also um, have in Let the Right One In. They've got they've cast someone else to play. Um, how is it pronounced? Eli, 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 Eli. I think he says Eli. Eli. Eli, the vampire yeah. child. The, the vampire child. Um, yes. They cast like someone, a woman, to play the vampire child as aged. So like you'll intermittently see the the Eli change to like be. <laughs> You'll see Eli change to be older, but like for a split second. Oh, right. Okay. And I didn't notice it the first time I watched it. I didn't. I didn't notice that at all. It's so subtle, but mm. you can see it's like when she's like covered in blood or whatever. And it's, I think it's the bit where it happens a couple of times, but when you've got... Oh, like when she turns into a vampire, like when she's being... When you've got Oscar, so something like Oscar's there and then Eli's like, try and be me for a while or something along the lines mm. of that. And Eli or Oscar blinks and then you see Eli is way older looking mm. and that, but the casting's amazing because they look so similar and then um, Oscar yeah. blinks again and it's the child again that's pretty good I did not know about that and they also the voice of Eli is um, dubbed is it? Mm-hmm. she's fully dubbed for the whole film uh-huh. it's an adult woman wow yeah that's quite amazing. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Oh, uh, Eli is uh, quite amazing. This film, anyways. Oh yeah. Even with if even if her mm-hmm. voice is dubbed, that's an amazing performance. Oh yeah. When they cast uh, when they cast her, it's Lena Lee Anderson, I believe, is her name. You are right. Uh, when they cast her, the the call was um, a twelve year old boy or girl who is very good at running. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a scene where she runs. Where she does run. Yeah, uh-huh. she runs. Yeah. Um, it's quite a lot of like stuff like she has to jump on people and, and mm-hmm. do shit like that you know it's not an easy yeah. part but she's very very good she's very good she, it's an amazing performance mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of what makes uh, Chloe and let me let me in um, yeah she kind of feels like yeah it's not that amazing the character name is Abby I know her name is Abby but spelled differently spelled wrong not yeah, differently I'm, wrong I'm sorry yes <laughs> spelled wrong with a Y at the end not an IE which is the uh, the correct yes Exactly. Fuck um, you, Matt Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Who? What? Is he the director? The writer and director. Yeah. Oh, okay. He written. He he figures like at the end of and the credits, he's like written for the screen and directed by Matt Reeves. So I guess that means he just rewrote the original script. Yeah, he just watched the subtitles and wrote them yeah. down. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think Chloe Grace Moretz is a very good actress. I I think she's a good actress. I'm making a face. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm he's making a, I'm face. making a face. I think she's a good actress. Um, I don't know. It's I suppose there's almost a thing of like, so gender is a big thing in Let the Right One In. Yes. <clears throat> but the thing is, is that in Let Me In, they stray from that. 
I think in Let Me In, it's like it's a lot more black and white. It wouldn't. It would be too different. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think in um, it's because it's like too hard to digest. So there's the scene, which I think is like an amazing scene, very quick scene. Yes. But the one where you see that Eli is in fact castrated. Uh. It's when she's changing into the dress, and there's a shot of her pubic area. Yeah, there is a very quick uh-huh. shot. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, they don't. Just kinda, yeah, they don't there, yeah. dive into it enough in either film. They don't do it at all and let me in. Yeah. Because it's such a kind of startling thing. Yeah, it's a weird thing. But because the thing is, is that in the book, because it's based off a book. Yes. In the book, Eli, Ellie, whatever, was a boy. Mm, and when okay. he was turned into a vampire, he was castrated. Oh yeah, gotcha. Okay, so they do it here. It's just that yeah. Eli so that's why it's like the gender of the vampire child. It's he's he she's supposed to be more vaguely mm-hmm. gendered, and so it's like when when Eli says like you know I'm not a girl. Yeah. It's kind of a double meaning because it's like I'm not yeah. a human girl, but I'm also not really a girl. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the same way of like. For when in, in um, Let Me In, Abby is like, what if I'm not a girl? But it, then it's like... But it's different. Then it's just the one meaning. She ju- yeah, it's like she just means that she's a... She's, yeah, a vampire. Yeah. Well, the thing is, also, uh, Owen or Oscar responds very differently. And Let Me In... Or let's start with Let Me Let the Right One In. Let the Right One In, Oscar says... Uh, she says, I'm not a girl. Well, no, she, she asks, would you like me even if I was not a girl? And he says, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, he doesn't care. He's hugging her, and he's like, yeah, I don't care. You know, it's a it's a person or whatever. Yeah. And and let me in. He's like, hmm. <laughs> don't know about that. <laughs> kind of on the verge, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, I, I think I have it somewhere in my notes that um, Owen is um, yeah, like an American kind of non-progressive kind of conservative version of Oscar. Because yeah. Oscar is quite, you know, he just doesn't care. He's a boy who kind of just <laughs> never interrupt me again. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, Oscar is kind of, you know, he, he's so much more like a actual 12-year-old boy, mm-hmm. I think, in a lot of ways. He doesn't really care about gender or sex that much. It's not really his thing because he's 12 and he's just kind of like hanging around you know it's like everything that oscar goes through and let the right one in feels like a lot more natural to me because yeah his parents are divorced like in the process of being divorced or already divorced we don't really know a lot probably oscar doesn't know a lot about it because he's 12 and he just kind of hangs out he sits in his apartment he's being bullied that's his big thing stabs trees stabs trees kind of has some problems (laughs) listens to one song on repeat (laughs) every day (laughs) <laughs> he like, likes that fucking song. I think he has it on different formats, but I, I might be wrong about that. Um, he listens to that song, and that's he's just a boy. He goes to school. You know, it's everything that happens to him is just kind of this, like, it's the same. Like, you know, he doesn't have the perspective yet of an adult who's able to, like, kind of analyze everything and try to divide it. It's, like, it's just, like, his experience. It's just one thing. Because mm-hmm. you're 12, and it's like, yeah, it's just your life. You don't know anything else. That's kind of how it's going on. You dumb idiot kid. Yeah, he's just kinda, he is kind of stupid. But mm-hmm. he is a 12-year-old boy, so he is allowed to. But then Owen is kind of like more like, what is going on here? Who are you? Are you a girl? You know, it's like it feels like everything is more dramatic for him. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like he is a boy that much. It's just like, it feels like he's a character in a film where stuff has to happen. Yeah. And it's kind of weird because, yeah, the, the changes in the film are not that big. 
you know, everything kind of happens in a similar sequence and the events are similar. But it's just that feeling of like, you know, they add two lines of dialogue for him and suddenly he feels different. Yeah, that's weird. They yeah. definitely feel like different characters. Mm-hmm. But even though the entire films are the same. Kind of, yeah. I mean... Like, for the most part. They, they cut out some of the stuff from Let the Right One in, like, mm-hmm. the uh, whole, like, thing of the friends from the block hanging out. Uh, yeah, it's kind of changed. They replace them with, like, just neighbors. Yeah, like a Disturbia kind of um, yeah. thing. It's just, like, all their neighbors, and yeah. the neighbors are all dying and... Or not dying, but, like... Yeah, it's like a rare, rare, rear, rear, rear window kind of rear thing. Window yeah, kind of where he's just like peeping on them. Yeah, and he's Whereas, peeping on them. Um, yeah. Oscar doesn't isn't a peeping tom. Yeah, no, he's a kid. He's a child. He stabs the tree. Yeah, he loves the tree. Whereas, yeah, Stab Owen is kind of somehow more sinister. He freaking slices Clay Jensen from Thirteen Reasons Why ear. He's from Thirteen Reasons Why. Uh huh. It's Clay Jensen. Oh no, I hate him. Uh, he's kind of... Uh, Dylan Minette is his name. He's a bit of an asshole, yeah, I would horrible. say. Yeah, he's horrible. He's not that much of an asshole as Connie. Connie, uh, from the original, is a little shit. Yeah, I hate him. Yeah, he's horrible. Such a bad... Like, oh, they also do the same thing in American with uh, the American version with the new version of Connie, where they, like, have the scene where his brother comes over and, like, tells him the exact same things yeah, that exactly. he says. Yeah, exactly. I think I prefer... I like the way they do that better in the American. Really? Yeah, because oh. they're kind of like, oh, this is where it's coming from it's like see it's a cycle and it's like he's bullying owen because he's bullied by his brother and it's that thing of like listen he's also just a stupid idiot 12 year old but they do it and let the right one in it's just like they don't need a line of dialogue in the right one in they're better pals it's just like yeah it's like but you still see that the brother is the same kind of energy well he doesn't have to say the same thing yeah and then they're like let's and then they're like let's just kill this kid yeah <laughs> it's fucking satisfying in the first one at least in the Swedish version it's very satisfying oh yeah for Oof. sure it's, that's the best scene ever in many films I feel yeah. so it's something about swimming pools in horror films the same in It Follows It Follows yeah it's yeah. such a great place for because I don't know it is, yeah. swimming pools are cool they've got tiles you can get a water you can get a infections it's like the coolest thing. You can go and like have an infection of your foot or whatever. Veruca. Veruca. Yeah. Is that what you can get? It's a ver- yeah. It's like a foot wart. Oh. Um. Yeah, it's like you. I remember you used to have to wear pool socks to stop you getting verucas. That's pretty good. But I feel like only as a child, and then you, you become an adult, and you're like, eh. Mm. Oh well. You just get it. Whatever. Yeah. You don't but care no, about I your just, feet. I don't know. I've never. I mean, I've never had one. I don't think I ever had one either. How do you call it? How do you call Veruca? Those? Yeah. Uh, like Veruca to... Salt from um, Turning the Chocolate Factory. Oh, so that's the way they made it, name it like that? I think so. Plantar Wart. Is that it? Anyways, we don't have to talk about this. <laughs> Pools are pretty cool in horror films, though. Yeah, And that's that scene in Let the Right One In and the way it's being built up to is just so wonderful because mm-hmm. it feels like it's it's such a funny film in terms of its structure it's always kind of, uh, it doesn't have like an actual thing that it seems to go to. You don't know where really it's going to end. It just feels to be about the relationship and how it develops and kind of yeah. everything around it happens because of that relationship. And then you have that climax at the end that you don't know that we're building up to. And then it comes and you're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. it's kind of serious. Yeah. And Let Me In kind of does the same thing, but uh, 
Yeah, but you've seen it before, so it doesn't work that yeah. much. But it's still good. Like, it's still a yeah. sweet pool scene. Well, the scene in Let Me In is kind of disappointing if you've seen the Let, right, Let the Right One In. Because I think they just... Mostly because of the technical stuff. They just take that scene and, like, in Let the Right One In, it's, like, one continuous shot where everything happens. Mm-hmm. Let Me In has, like, fucking 20 cuts. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> just keep it there. Like, they, they, it seems like they're going to do it. His head is under the water. You see, like, the background... Mm-hmm. You see some stuff happening behind him, and you're like, oh, they're going to do the same thing. But then they're like, nah, we should cut a bit more. Yeah, and in, in Let the Right One In, Oscar is like, yeah, I can do this. Whereas in Let Me In, Owen's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they also don't give him the time in Let Me In to kind of take his breath. And Let the Right One In, at yeah. least he gets like a second. Exactly. Breath, you know, and also right. in Let the Right One In, one of the kids doesn't get killed. That's right. He's sitting on the sidelines crying, yeah, but he's, he's also a witness, so they should kill him. They probably should, yeah. Yeah, so that's an oversight. Uh, yeah, and let me in. They just murder everybody, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then they just run away. That's the same in both of them. Like, the last scene oh, is yeah. exactly the same. Uh-huh. Just kind of sad. Another interesting thing, mm. and it's another, like, a difference that I think the film would have benefited mm. from, but I think, again, it's one of those things they were too scared to convey. Yeah. In the book, the guy, what's his name? Uh, Lack, No, it's not Lacke. The it's, Guardian? Yeah, The Guardian. So in the film, he's just like this dude. And then Let Me In, they kind of can, they allude to it being like he was the Owen. You know, she finds that photo booth picture. Yeah, Yeah, and it's like, that guy's him. They don't really go into it in Let Me In. They do have the scenes where she's like touching his face. Yeah. In the book, this lad is, uh, he was uh, convicted for possession of child pornography. So he's a former teacher convicted of possession of child pornography. He becomes a vagrant and um, Eli like uses him for getting all the blood and he pays him. And your man's like, uh, if you just, if I could just sleep with you, I, um, you don't have to pay me. And Eli's like, nah, man, you go get me that blood. Well, that is uh, very weird. Uh-huh. I did not, th- you did not read the book. Did you read the book? <clears throat> I've read a bit of it. Okay. It's a long book. <laughs> Mm, um, which, I mean, long by my standards. It's, I mean, it's not Breaking Dawn, you know. It's the longest book I've ever read. How long is it? <laughs> Breaking Dawn. Pages. Let's find out. That um, is important. That's incredibly important. Um, they, is that the one where they did two films of it? Yeah. Is that the they one were just the... doing it because Harry Potter did it with Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Is that the one of the CGI baby? Mm-hmm. Renesmee. Ooh. Cursed. Um, <laughs> I will it never is 756 forget. pages. That's not that. <laughs> That's so many pages for really me. Long, it's but... an unbelievable that I read that amount of pages and in a quick amount of time. Good anyway, for you, Abby. Yes, you thank did you very it. much. I can read. Read a Confirmed. book. Um, not like you, Sarah. Yes. <laughs> not like you, Sarah. Sarah. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut it out. Let me take that again. Not like you, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah can't read. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Maybe let's not say last names of our friends. On yeah, the no, show. don't do that. Bad idea. Because uh, we're so famous, they're going to track them down. Um, but yeah, so, and then he like, there's, I don't know, there's the whole things of like, that's what I, I read it. It was so interesting because it's like, I think it's so different. I kind of like the way they handle it and let me in maybe more than let the right one in because that photo thing is pretty cool. Yeah, it I gives like you, the that's the thing. It gives you a background. I think I would prefer a background. I think the background from the book is super interesting. Well, they couldn't have done that. I think that's a bit much for this film. Anyway. That's the thing. It's kind of yeah. one of those things that's easier to write about than put in a film. But that's kind of interesting because um, 
Did you hear? Uh, I, I wanted to mention that on the podcast anyway, but there's another film based on that guy's book that came out like a year or two ago called Border. Did you hear about that? Is that the one that they did recently with yeah. the spooky faces? Yeah. It's uh, based the, on another John, some Lankovist. Exactly, book. that's what I mean. Not yeah, on Let the Right One In. But yeah, it's not Let the Right One In, but okay. it's also the same guy who wrote the script, and uh, yeah, he wrote the book, and it's based on this book. <laughs> and there is a very jarring child pornography subplot in that as well mm-hmm. and it's kind of it doesn't feel very connected to what's going on with the rest like i think it makes sense that it's there but it's not like part of the plot yeah that's weird it's weird that this guy has this thing for child pornography things then yeah i mean Ooh. i'm not saying it in like a bad way maybe it's just like you know i guess it's there to make a point of some sort but yeah i mean it's a it's one of those things it's like a it's a it's a choice. It's a theme. Yeah, it's a theme. It's uh, an interesting theme. I don't think there's place for it in the right one. But uh, generally, Border, I would recommend it. It's very good. Okay, thank you. I'll watch it. Fun film. Maybe fun. <laughs> good film. Interesting <laughs> film. At least interesting, you know. Okay. Uh, so yeah, but uh, in the American version, he's played by Richard Jenkins, who I love. From Shape of Water. Uh, and uh, you don't see his face a lot. I was kind of confused as to who he is for a lot of yeah, time. Yeah, I, I knew like, I recognized that... him. Yeah, I was like, is that Richard Jenkins? I almost feel like he looks more like Richard Jenkins in the Swedish one somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like, because you see his face so much more. In this one, you're like, is that Richard Jenkins or just like somebody they took that kind of mm-hmm. looks like Richard Jenkins? A Richard Jenkins looks like. <laughs> yeah, but I love Richard Jenkins. He's he incredible. is incredible, mm-hmm. amazing actor, uh, stepbrothers. Uh, what, a, what a role. Is he in Stepbrothers? Yeah, he's I've never dad. seen that. Uh, he's the dad? Yeah, I mean... There's... Of Will Ferrell? No, he's Ch- John C. Riley's dad. Uh, and then the mom... That's too old. ...is... What's the name of the actress who plays the mom? She is also amazing. Let me check. And then, yeah, I think it's John C. Riley's dad and Will Ferrell's mom. They get together and then they are stepbrothers, right? Something I like see. that. Yeah, Anyways. I mean, that's the... As far as I know, that is the theme. Stepbrothers, the good film. Recommended. Adam McKay, what happened to you, dude? Fucking go back to this Where'd shit. Where'd you go? You're doing Vice now? God damn it. <laughs> There's also a thing of the, um, that guy always kills um, young boys. In the original? In both. He's always killing the, they're always young boys. That's not true, is it? It is. He kills a woman. And let me in. Doesn't he? He's not a woman. No. He's not a young boy. What? When? No, it's always, it's always young boys. Are you sure about that? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Not hundred percent on that. I, okay. I'm pretty sure it's always young boys. It's like the first guy. He, the first one is definitely a young boy. Okay. And there's always a thing of like, oh, it's a former student. <laughs> mm. Maybe I'm stupid. Well, we'll, we'll get no to that when we, about ta- that. when we get to Twilight. We'll talk about more about how I'm stupid. But anyways, okay. uh, what excellent. I like about uh, Richard Jenkins and Swedish Richard Jenkins is that, especially in the Swedish version. In the American one a little bit, but in the American one it's a lot more serious. But in the let the right one in, it really feels like nearly like his killing scenes are like a comedy sketch. They're like oh yeah, this thing he's of, so clumsy. Yeah, it's he's so clumsy. He gets that uh, dude then, or I thought it was a girl, but like whatever, dude slices his thing, blood spews his, thing? his throat. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, slices his throat, <laughs> blood comes dripping down, and then that fucking dog comes and just sits there and barks. So he's just like, oh uh-huh. hey. It's like it's like it's like the, the the white shot and everything about mm-hmm. how it looks like. And the like. dog it's, is white and fluffy like yeah. snow. It's like a nice kind of sweet dog. A and, lovely dog. And uh, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind for of sure. funny about and in how the, bad he is. And I think that's kind of it's one of those things where immediately being like this guy isn't the the vampire. 
yeah. because a vampire has to be agile and not clumsy. 100%. Yeah. But I feel like he's clumsier in Let Me In and in Let the Right One In, he's just kind of stupid. Like, he in, the, cause yeah. in, in Let Me In, he, like, spills the blood and he loses all of it, whereas in Let the Right One In, he kind of just gets caught and runs away. Yeah, he's just like, oh, I guess I'm out of here. And then he's on the train and he looks in his bag to be like, where's the blood? And he's like, fuck, it's Fuck, there. shit. <laughs> it's funny. It's yeah, kind of funny. Cool. I like it when it's funny. I think it's better for the film because in Let Me In, it's like... I don't know. He's kind of a stupid character. He's like an old dude who kind of lost his way, and it's like you know, you should be like that. You know, I don't know. It should mm-hmm. be. You should be kind of with that little grain of. It makes the whole thing kind of go together differently because I think that the right one has those like little elements of humor. It's a very serious film, but like there are like kind of things that are silly, and it's not trying mm-hmm. to get away from the silly, like the yeah. CGI cats and the uh, the time when that girl go like uh, bursts in flames. That's also kind of funny. Yeah, it's funnier and let me in when there's a nurse who gets on fire as well and fucking burns <laughs> yeah. down. It's also she's just that, that that lady is like eating her arm. Yeah, she she because I guess it's blood. Yeah. Oh, because they say that it's somebody else's blood that they're pouring into her. Maybe. Yeah, because there's well, the no, thing because of... in in Let the Right One in she it's her own blood. She like takes the tissue off her and mm. her throat, and then she like licks it. Yeah. And that's kind of when she realizes what's happening. But there's also like in Let the Right One in it's a lot much more of an arc of that woman kind of realizing that she's a like it's not a very long subplot, but there's still mm. this thing of her like being I don't know what's going on with me, something's wrong, and then choosing to die because yeah. she asks for the blinds, for the blinds to be. Field. Yeah. And then the Let my Let me in is just like. Don't yeah, die. I think I kind of prefer it and let the right one in. It's yeah, better. it's better. It's kind of weird when I think about Let Me In because it's the same length as... I think it's like five minutes short. That's because they didn't change the script. Yeah, they didn't cut it down in any <laughs> They're way. They're the same movie. Yeah, they didn't cut it down. And yet, it feels like stuff is missing. Or like I'm like, why didn't you have time to do that whole arc then? Like, what, you know, why would you do this like that? I think it's because of the approach they took. Like, they couldn't have that arc because she's her name is virginia and she's mm-hmm. part of the and i i believe that that whole thing <laughs> put it down i think it's the same is it yeah i think that they i think they take like let the right one in as truer to the book yeah because i believe it's the whole same plot it's for the same person it's virginia yeah and she is able to go to like the group of friends and there's all the kind of things like there's a reason why she runs away she's having a fight with her fella mm-hmm. um is his name Yoke or is the other guy's name Yoke? Well, Abby, I, I have to say, guy, I don't know the answer to that question. I think it's the other guy. The guy who gets killed is Yoke. But um, there's more of a reason as to why. And she's yeah. also, I don't know. Whereas in Let Me In, it's just the guy, the couple that he's been watching. Yeah. And he watched like have sex. Definitely, yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. And should be there. And yeah. it's also like they die because they had sex. Yeah. The classic horror thing. Yeah. Generally, I think Let Me In is a lot more sexual Dan let the right one in uh, yeah. because I don't know why they start putting those things that that seem more sexual in terms of yeah like uh, uh, Owen being called a little girl and like him watching people having sex like this whole thing because I don't think let the right one in is about sex I don't mm-hmm. think it's very sexual in its nature yeah I think it's that kind of thing of like it's just two innocent little children yeah exactly because the thing about because that's it's the same idea of like people talking about well like isn't it kind of weird because like this is actually like a 200 year old but the point is is that yeah. she became or he became eli became a vampire mm-hmm. at age 12 and both their mind and their body stayed age 12 yeah so it's like whereas i feel like i don't know so that's why it's like nice that it's more innocent and it makes sense that it's more innocent it's not like mm-hmm. orphan but orphan is a, a, just a what? You know Orphan? 
No. Oh. What's that? Never mind. Orphan is a film about this family who adopt this. I feel like it. I think it's Vera Farmiga. Maybe. Is oh, the okay. Home. Yeah. I could be completely. It might not be her at all. I know her. Um, but she. They adopt a child, and it turns out that it's like um, like a forty-something-year-old uh, Russian prostitute with dwarfism. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> she tries to have sex with the dad. Well, I'm gonna put that on my watch list. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, so that's I think that that's what it boils down for me. Like I watched Let the Right One In, and it feels like a film about something, while Let Me In just kind of feels like a film. You know, it yeah. doesn't feel like there's anything they tried to do with it that's very specific. It's a, yeah, they, they really just were like, we should make this film, but in English. For yeah, people exactly. who can't read, like Sarah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so she can't just, read the subtitles, so... So she has to watch the the American version. The yeah. kind of little bit, you know, more apparent, a little bit dumbed down. Well, kind I of the also, same film, but... What I also feel is interesting is the thing of, like, they talk about going steady. And I thought mm-hmm. that was an Americanized thing, but they also it's also, according to the subtitles... I don't speak Swedish, so I don't know. But it's in this the subtitles for Let the Right One In, it also says Go Steady. Is Go yes, Steady a thing does. that they say in Poland? I don't feel like it's no. used here. <clears throat> no, not really. I think it's like an old thing. Although you see like 80s films kind of saying that. I remember I the first time I ever heard it was in uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, I think that's like a, like an older way. It's you just know. say you're going out. Yeah, exactly. So you're, you're fucking. Well, not if you're oh, 12. Oh, no. Shouldn't do that. <laughs> um yeah what what do you find interesting about that just 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 i was it was more just that i was interested just to rediscover that Mm. it was allegedly something they also say in sweden yeah um uh, let's see i have other notes i don't think most of them are very interesting i wrote it's really fucking cold (laughs) Uh, the dog doesn't care nice poodle It is a nice This is kind of what, what I get. But I think, like, you know, what at the end of the day, I watched Let the Right One In, and I thought that it's a film about compassion. Mm. Or it's a film about, oh, you're, you know, you, you meet somebody and they have a hard life because Eli has a, or Eli, or whatever Oscar. her name is. Owen. Oh, no, Eli. Eli. Eli, sorry. Eli has a, a hard life. Uh, it's not easy. She, she does her best or does her best. And, like, you know, it's. It's about kind of uh, Oscar embracing that and trying to understand it and kind of being like, I don't care, that's okay, we can still be friends. And the whole film is based on that kind of feeling of empathy mm. more than anything else, I think. And it's about that kind of being like, try to look at somebody and understand that even though they kill people and it's like a terrible thing and they drink <laughs> blood and it's, you know, it's the worst. But, you know you can still connect to them on some level maybe even a very deep level uh and that's why i think also it's very important that they're kids because like you know for a kid it's a lot maybe easier or maybe you know the film is trying to make a point that if you're a kid then those kinds of maybe things that you would find repulsive or 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 hard to kind of get through when you're getting to know somebody and trying to understand them are not that important because oscar doesn't care about where she's a girl or not a girl or a vampire or castrated or drinks blood or kills people you know it's fine he just wants a friend once he's not being killed yeah because he yeah he probably mind. wouldn't like that yeah no but what do you know better maybe not hey everybody has their kink <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh you have any final thoughts on those films let me just read the final i wrote more notes on let me in more so because it's yeah. essentially they're the same film 
Yeah, and I, I watched stopped, that first. Yeah, I stopped writing notes on that meme because I was like, this is pointless. This is like, I just, you know, I was generally kind of bored, yeah. unfortunately, because I was like, it's the same. I think what was, I, one thing I like is the whole, you know, the whole name, let me in. The, yeah. Or let the right one in. It's the whole thing of like, you need to invite them in. Yeah. And which is a common trope in all vampire things, except um, Twilight. <laughs> um, but it's the, <laughs> but it's the interesting thing of like, he's like, well, what's in your way? Like what's stopping you coming in? Yeah. What'll happen? Come in. Yeah. Or, except he doesn't invite. Him. He doesn't invite her. And then Eli comes in, or Abby comes in, and just blood everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, something does happen. I think it's a thing of that's another one of the. Um, that's the bad thing about the drink we've chosen for this episode, which is a tasty, a tasty Malibu and and rock shandy thing. But rock shandy makes you burp. It's not good. Makes you podcast burp. podcast doesn't like noisy. No. No noisy. No noisy. <clears throat> but um, uh, I think that's another thing about the title because I think let the right one in. Um, you know that title is more about some like you know that thing of the right one. Mm kind of tells you something about it's also, what Oscar has to do. But it's also Ely is letting yeah. the right one in. Yeah, because it's... it's she's like, I can't be your friend. Yeah. And exactly. she's like, no, you're good. I'll be your friend. It's okay, yeah. And that means just like, yeah, it's a vampire. But also it's knowing that... Yeah. <laughs> also knowing that, um, you know, the ending, you're like, oh yeah, Oscar's the new lad. Yeah. He's going to go collect the blood now. Yeah. He has got a knife. He's got a very big suitcase. Uh, I also wrote, so this is after um, it's after Abby, mm-hmm. and also Ely, kills all of the, the boys. Mm-hmm. And I said, it is okay that Abby slash Ely kills them all because she is a girl and we stand. Yeah, I agree. So it is fine. Once you're a girl, you can kill whoever you want. I don't mind. And Except I unless have... it's me. <laughs> it's not an invite. Don't kill me. Don't, don't kill Abby. Uh, I agree. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> you want a refill? Yeah. Mm. Refill me up, Scotty. What? <laughs> Train. I'm not cutting this out just because I want you to be embarrassed. No. Yeah. Thank you. Now we have to do a clink. We didn't do a clink. Oh yeah, let's do. Yeah. Oh, that's a. Uh, we started a tradition of doing a click in the middle of the episode for some reason. So. Oh, true. When we refill. Yeah, exactly. So, just finish my muffin. Okay. Do you like your muffin buttered? What? <laughs> is that a joke? Haven't <laughs> you seen Mean Girls? Oh, I did, but that was ages ago. Oh, and it was in Polish. Yeah. Um, yeah, he says, he's like, when Katie starts, the guy is like, do you like your muffin buttered? But he's talking about sex. I think muffin means vagina. You put butter in your vagina? That is a personal question. How dare you? This is a explicit podcast. I can say whatever I want. Is it? I thought we were a podcast of the Lord. Well... <laughs> the Lord has to forgive us this one. That's true. But the Lord forgives, he'll be fine with it. This is true. The thing is, if the Lord forgives, then there shouldn't then there shouldn't be hell. You know what I mean? If the Lord can forgive well, you, then the you Lord forgives, but not that much. 
You know, the Lord forgives, but you had there premarital is. sex? I don't know. God not forgive that one. It's okay that you killed that guy, but yeah. you, if you abort that child inside of you, you're going to burn, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Had a little wank night? Oh my god. No, that's over for you. Every sperm is sacred. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Okay. Delicious. Mm, Ooh, stronger. Stronger. <laughs> Good, though. Yes. Uh, all right, let's talk about what you actually want to talk about. Oh. Let me put my two pages of notes Finite. in front of me to talk about... The greatest film ever made. <laughs> Twilight. But You want to hear my first note? Yeah. Cold open on killing Bambi, brave. If, there, if there's one, if there's one word I could use to describe Twilight, it is brave. Okay, um, I I wouldn't say it's not brave. I mean, I don't know if it's the bravest film there was, but you know, it's <laughs> it's not. You know, yeah. Did you know that I was in um, a parody play of Twilight? Could you play? I played freaking Edmund. Who's the, who the fuck is Edmund? Edward, but not copyright claimed. Oh, gotcha. Um, my sister wrote it. I was... Megan wrote a play? Megan wrote many plays. Um, oh. In our school, we had our drama club, and um, there was always... I was always the star. Um, mm, nice. <laughs> no, we had, um, we had our drama club. I went to a Catholic all-girls school, mm. but uh, Jesus couldn't see the drama club. So we did whatever the fuck we wanted. Oh, okay. Um, I gave birth to a robot baby once. Whoa, or did my, amazing. one of my, co- I don't know, someone did in a play I was in. Um, but yeah, I played Edward. My friend played uh, Juliet, we talked about it in the last episode, who I watched The Exorcist with. Oh, yeah, yeah. She played um, Ella Goose. Mm. I think I was Edmund Sullen. I think that was my surname. Mm. Um, okay. It was excellent. It was nice. very funny at the time. It was very funny, yeah. I have the script. Do you want to read a bit of the script just to I our listeners the so they know? Um, do you, do, this do you was, think Megan minds? Or? I asked her to send it to me last night. Oh. I mean, I think she understood the context. Okay, that's fine then. Uh, <laughs> um, da, 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 da. So, okay. <laughs> so this is a lot, this, I think this is also Megan's favorite line. Um, so in the film, my knuckle just cracked. Ella or Bella is like, you know, Charlie's there, her dad's there in the room, and then he leaves. And then the voiceover's like, that's what I like about Charlie. I mean, was it? Yeah, yeah he Charlie. Doesn't... He doesn't have her. Okay, yeah. So in the play, Ella said, so the dad was Chad. Chad leaves, and she's like, the floor's a little dirty, though. That's what I like about Chad. He doesn't hoover. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh... Um... But yeah, I believe oh, great. Megan was probably 17, 16, yeah, 17 yeah. at the time. I was like 14. Also, they it was uh, excellent. They made an actual parody film of Twilight, right? Those guys Was it made, one of those teen movie ones? Yeah, like no, like date movie, all that shit, you know. Yeah. They started doing epic movie, I think it was I don't know mm-hmm. what it was called, but they did one. I'm pretty sure this line of dialogue is probably better than everything in that film, so there you go. Megan's a talented lady. Good job, Megan. Yes, shout out to Megan. Uh, well, you will shout out to Megan at the end of this episode anyway, and that's I will. True. But that's not now. <laughs> Twilight. Why do you like Twilight so much? What happened? Um, why do I like it so much? It's a combination of things. Number one, 
Um, I fancy Edward Cullen quite a bit. We have the same birthday, by the way. Um, he was just born in the 1800s. Okay. We but were both born on the 20th of June. That's great. Um, <laughs> I think it was a big part of why I like it is nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You know, I read the book when I was like 14 or something. Yeah. Um, or 13. No, 14. I mean, the movie came out when I was 14. I think yeah. I read the book before the movie, but just about. And then I just really enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. It was a kind of, you know, the books, I think because you don't have the visual kind of cringe factors, the books are great. Mm-hmm. I did skip the bit of New Moon where it's just Jacob because I hate him. Okay. Um, <laughs> But the books are great. The first film is the only one I like really like. It's the one, mm-hmm. the one I've watched multiple times. Yes. And I love it. Yeah. There's bits that I know are super cringy. Yeah. But I still love it. Okay. Good. Okay. So I watched Twilight by myself in this room. It's great. No, you weren't by yourself. You had Jim Carrey from The Mask. I was Jim Carrey. I had Jim Carrey from The Mask with me. Yes. Always with me. <laughs> Forever thank, thank in our you, hearts. Jim. Thank you, Jim. Uh, <laughs> I love you. Uh, anyways. Uh... <laughs> I spat on myself. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, okay, so I watched it. And uh, it was honestly an interesting watch in terms of like it went... I, I, I went through different phases in my head. It was interesting, at least. It kind of passed by quickly. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, you know... Sometimes you watch film and you're just like, God damn it, when will it end? I didn't have that with this. Mm-hmm. Which says something about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Let me say the good things first. Okay. I don't think... I don't think that they just like didn't care. I think they cared. I think they tried to do something. The first film is aesthetically amazing. The soundtrack's excellent. Don't do that. Don't Don't wiggle your hand. Don't agree, but they are trying. Mm -hmm. I I think they're trying. They're trying to make something out of it that kind of looks like a thing and has like you know, it's not like it's got an aesthetic. Exactly. Like it's trying to. I don't know if it has an aesthetic because it feels very. Also, it's, it has some jarring cuts and like different kind. Like it has an aesthetic for most of it, and then there are sequences that seem to vary or like seem to stray away from that aesthetic. Especially the action scenes, especially the early action scenes with like the shaky cam and all that shit. I'm like, what? Where is that coming from? That's that's weird. But they are trying to, I think, put it into a, a semi-coherent mm-hmm. film experience. And not just be like, oh, I just put this together and like throw it out. And, you know, it's based on a well-known book, so it's going to sell. Well, the shaky cam is supposed to be, I believe, from the point of view of the vampires. So it's when they're chasing their prey. It looks bad. Well, how dare you? It looks bad. I don't, I don't like how it looks like. And it also is like, they always cut from like a very steady, like, you know, classically filmed kind of, you know, American, you know... That's mm-hmm. a fucking shot of somebody standing somewhere. <laughs> Did you know someone I went to school with went on holidays to Forks, Washington because of Twilight? They like it? Um, I, I don't know. They brought me back a magnet. I hope they didn't like it. It was a Twilight-themed magnet from Forks, Washington. Well, I'm sure Forks is fucking, uh, you know, on top now. Uh-huh. Just now, like today. Right now. Everybody cares about Forks now. Mm-hmm. Um, They're very useful utensils. Yeah. So I like that. I um, I am kind of into the concept of Twilight, I have to say. I like the... Twilight came before I let the right one in. Like the book. Okay, let us let me fact check that. The film, it for sure came before. Like they're both 2008. The book. So they were released in the same year, so it's kind of hard to say. Like probably it was released earlier, but I wouldn't say that... 
I really wouldn't say that either of those, like, you know, I don't think people from either of the films were very inspired by what the others were doing. They pretty much align in terms of a timeline. Yeah, it's very similar. The thing about Twilight, and I think it's a widely acknowledged thing by women, is is that the reason that Twilight, like, Twilight gets classed as if it's, like, it's on lists of, like, worst films ever. And it shouldn't be on that. It's not the best film ever. No, I agree. It It is the best. It's not the the worst film either. Um, the thing about Twilight is that it's hated so much because teen girls liked it. Yeah, I agree. It's the same thing as like One Direction where people are like, teen girls liked this, so it must be shit. Yeah. It's misogynist at its core. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Uh, it is definitely a product of its time. And uh, it's like it's aimed at a specific... A specific... <laughs> Polish, Polish, please. It's aimed at a specific group of Polish people. I can't believe I'm even being bullied. This is our podcast and I'm being bullied here. This is not our podcast. It's Mm. Jim Carrey's podcast. Jim Carrey, one and only. Every process goes to Jim Carrey. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by Jim Carrey. As the mask. As the mask. As the mask, yeah. Um, He's not giving us any money. He's just sponsored in sheer... Anyway, Twilight. They call him Cuban Pete. That's copyrighted. Don't sing that. That's copyrighted. Probably. It was like two seconds. Fine. Please don't sue us. Sue us. Cuban Pete, please. I dare you. Sue Sue us. us. Cuban Pete, please, sir. (laughs) Lay lay off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but I agree with this. And it's like, it's it's aimed at a specific group of people, which is Horny teenagers. Yeah, horny teenagers. And it's not a bad thing. You know, it's a group of people to aim this thing at. And it's very specific in that it's, it's a film for teenagers. It's a and film Abby. young women. Uh, but you were a teenager at the time. You, I was. It that's why I have the... Right the yeah, yeah. I, I was the exact right age for Twilight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that makes it kind of dated when you watch it now because you're like, oh, it's a product of its time very much. So it's like a late 2000s film. It, it feels like that. And it's kind of hard to get over it. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just like, yeah, that's when it came out and this is who it's for. It's very particular about who it's for and that's good that's a good thing why not Mm -hmm. and the whole concept of it is what i was saying like half an hour ago is uh like i like the concept of you know take teenagers and put this kind of conflict of uh, vampire werewolf kind of all that fantasy stuff and just put it to teenagers and make it all about fucking (laughs) i like it excellent but then (laughs) Here's the problem. Here's the problem I have with the film. Quite specifically, I think a lot of the thing, like the, the thing it kind of boils down to a lot of the time for me is just the, the writing. The, the writing is just not very good. It's not a well-written film. I see. In any respect, I would say, unfortunately. Um, Why? You don't like the line, hold on tight, spider monkey? What's wrong with that? That's a great line. There are, if we talk about <laughs> lines, this film has many lines. Um, what's excellent is that... Um, is that well yeah there's <laughs> there's a line of dialogue that is um so Susie Crabgrass from Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide who also plays Rosita in The Walking Dead okay she takes a picture of Bella and says needed a candid for the feature and then Eric who's the guy who wears a suit to school for some reason yes. is like the feature's dead Angela don't bring it up again exactly it's like, I think her name's Angela I, I didn't rewind there are things that happen in this film that happen instantly like within mm-hmm. seconds there are build ups and, and one like, of the guys runs up and kisses her on the cheek on her first day that's like, sexual harassment straight up 
Well, yeah, sure, there's a lot of sexual harassment in this film in general. <laughs> also from the main characters. I can't hear all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> there's many things in this film Edward that Edward doesn't sexually harass her. What are you saying? Well, I'm just saying that maybe you shouldn't go into a girl's room at night when while she's sleeping. That's not sexual harassment. That's love. And look at her sleep. That's like, just what? love. Oh, is that love because yes. she's good looking? Um, yes, precisely. Mm. Thank you for asking. That's exactly why it's love. It is sexual harassment. Um, I don't know if it's, it's sexual not, harassment. I don't think it's sexual it's harassment. It's harassment. Fuck. It's, it's creepy, not but good. also, um, yeah, no. Don't don't do it. <laughs> uh, but generally, yeah, the, the the way this film works is it seems to have a bunch of scenes, and it's like. It's like that, you know, those seeds exist in the world where there is no film after it, so they have to finish the, you know, the, 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 the thing they're building before they move on to the next thing for some reason. I don't know mm. why it works like that. It's the same with You feature. mean it's like a self-contained plot? Yeah, like... The, so that if there was no sequel, it's okay? Is that what you mean? I'm trying no, to generally because, understand. No, I'm, I'm just trying to say, like, the way the scenes are built, like, with the feature, for example, the feature, like, you know, the guy comes up to her and is like, oh, I want to feature you in the paper. And she's like, no. And he's like, okay. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> why is that in the film like i don't i don't get it you know they, they it's do basically many things like this. it's because it's trying to ca- get create the character of bella it's like bella is awkward she doesn't want to be seen she wants to be um dis- what's the word she wants to blend in i, I get it from like everything like, i don't need it you know that's that's enough what you've already yeah we don't me. need the exposition i don't need this i mean i have a line here written that you know that the exposition is delivered in short <laughs> informational <laughs> sentences which is true which is pretty uh-huh. much mostly her saying I'm going to this place. This is how I feel about my mom and my stepdad, who is okay. The stepdad is okay because he says, I love you. Well, he's saying, telling them to go faster, so he's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love you both, but come on. But come on. We gotta get on the road or something like what that. What a nice guy. What a nice That's Phil. We love Phil. It's just exposition. It's it's like, you know, informational, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fine, if you're building towards something, but what are they building towards? I'm not sure. You know, because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, she is awkward. Bella is awkward. She's this awkward teenager, and that's really all you can say about her. What? Uh-huh. She's awkward and doesn't like people. We all. <laughs> Bitch, me too. I mean, I get it. Yeah, that's fine. But, like, why do you need so many scenes to build that up? Because you get it while looking at her walking through the school. Yeah, we... we you don't we, need to talk We grasp her awkwardness when we watch her try and construct a sentence. That's true. She's <laughs> trying to interact with a human being with her facial expression. Like, you get the thing of like, oh, there's something not, not right here. You know, that something went wrong. Yeah, something is... Yeah, something not working. So I just don't need all that dialogue. Uh-huh. And... But that's not the biggest problem with the writing because it has some well-written scenes, I would say. It has mm-hmm. the uh, the biology scene, which we'll, I'll, I'll go back to that. It's a well-written scene. It's got moments that are kind of cool. I kind of like the dad dynamic a lot of the time. Charlie, he's always drinking beer. Yeah, because he's an American father. Uh-huh, he's got his yeah, shotgun. When he's not, yeah, he's reloading the shotgun or mm-hmm. whatever. It's you know, it's it's simple, but it's effective. You know, and when he's sad at the police station because his uh, friend was eaten by a vampire. And she comes over and she's like, hello. Uh, that's kind of nice because they don't talk. Yeah, his friend is also um, cheap Woody Harrelson. True. <laughs> he looks like Woody Harrelson. Which is weird because I'm pretty sure Woody would say yes to that. Yeah, they couldn't afford him. I don't think so. No. But the bigger problem with the writing for me is there is no plot in this film. There's an arc. Yeah, there is. There's a relationship between Bella and Edward. That's the main point of the film it's not a plot because nothing happens between them as a plot it's just like i can't be with you and she's like 
why? And he's like, I am so sad. That's no, she's, he's like, I can't be with you. And she's like, why? And he's like, mm, true. Ooh, can't say. He's like, true. <laughs> why can't and he I? He makes a, a, a sad face. <laughs> but then, and that's fine. You can make a film based on an arc. Not the right one. It's more of an arc film, maybe, you know, in terms of its structure. Just like Evan but, Almighty? <laughs> <laughs> Podcast is over. Goodbye. This is it. Can't get better than that. We brought up uh, Evan Almighty, everybody's uh-huh. favorite fucking film. <laughs> okay, I'm coming back. Oh, coming back. But here's the thing about Twilight. They put in plot for 30 minutes of the film. Or like 20. I don't know how long yeah, they put in a, the film. There's a very fast-paced excitement which takes up the minority of the film. It is such a weird The first thing. part is sexy exposition. Sex position, if you will. Sex, sex position. Mm. Feels to be the main part of the film. And then yeah. they're like, oh no, there's a bad guy. And he's haunt- uh, haunting you. Hunt- hunt- haunting you. He's haunting you. He's not haunting you. He's hunting you. Uh, Polish boy. I speak English. I'm sorry. They do this. And they, they, they do this thing of like, oh, it's an exciting thing. They need to run away. They go to this place. Oh, there are mirrors everywhere. Fight, fight, fight. Over. And then there's half an hour more. And then he sucks on her arm. I'm like... He's so happy. I'm so happy for him when he sucks on her arm. Structurally... This is like the stupidest thing ever. And that's why I did not understand the film when I first saw it. Because I think I was watching it the first time. I was like, yeah, that's a lot of exposition. Okay, they, they kind of, they have a thing for each other. Okay. And there's like things happening. And I was like, oh, I'm fucking dozing off on this one. Sorry. It's <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> too late. It's <laughs> true. You know? And they have their biology class. That's a good scene. The, what, which one? The one where he smells her and he's like, what the fuck? No, the, the, no, the next one. The, oh, the one where they're really sweet and romantic, no. and he's like, yeah. "It's Anna Faze," and she's like, "Can I check?" And he's yeah. like, "Ha, oh, yeah, you dumb bitch." Yeah, I like that one. I don't like the one where he comes in his pants when he sees her. <laughs> See, the thing is, Edward wouldn't have this problem if we were in the same. If he was in biology class, he wouldn't have the problem of falling immediately in love with me because I'm not good at biology, so oh, I wouldn't yeah. be taking that class. Yeah, it makes sense. They are both very good at biology. Yeah. Too bad they don't fuck. No, I mean, he's good at biology. <laughs> they fuck in the fourth one. Finally. Um, they make that mutant baby. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> um, no, they... I'm sorry, I brought your... Uh... My brain froze in. Yeah, I, I bro- broke your brain. Oh, brain brokey. Um, no, <laughs> they. he's good at science because he's been doing science for like th- 200 years. He's like 200 years old. Oh, yeah, He's just yeah. been doing high school science for a long time. That is actually right. So he right, knows yeah. the answers that off by right, heart, yeah. you idiot. Yeah. Bella's actually like genuinely intelligent. And he's like, whoa, she also knows science. My friend watched Twilight the other day. Okay. We need to talk about that, I My guess. good friend, Quiva. She sent me um, a video. I think I might have recorded it. Like screen recorded it. Because I was like, this is so funny that she's watching it while I'm about to record podcast. Alright, so fucking, what you call it, Twilight, um, Breaking Dawn is on, and it never ceases to amaze me that they didn't just cast a real fucking babe. Alright, so... So that was the first video of me, Why didn't they just get a real baby? Like, the face literally looks like the sun from the Teletubbies. Why didn't, who okayed that? Who said that that looked like a real baby? Everyone will be able to get over Renesmee aging. So yeah, that's basically, the the crux of it is that 
The baby is a big problem in the fourth one. But that's the fourth one. You didn't watch that but one. But they did... Yeah, I know. But they do have sex in the fourth one. By the way, thank you for being on our show, uh, Abby's friend. Quiva. Quiva, yeah, there we go. Quiva. Um, I think I said a different name. Before. I think you said Aoife. Yeah, I think I said Aoife, which is a different Irish name. I'm sorry. Despicable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so, I don't know. They don't have sex in this film. I mean, they make you wait a long time. I mean, the whole film is based on that kind of cock tease thing of, oh, they want to have sex so much. Oh, God, are they going to have sex? Oh, no, they can't. Oh, are they going to have sex? And they as a teenage do. girl, that's torture. Yeah. 100%. That's like Fortune. porn for a teenage girl. Yeah. Kinda. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think that's... I mean, I don't I don't, I don't. think this film... Yeah, I don't think this film is porn for teenage girls. <laughs> uh, that's not the statement I want to make on this podcast. <laughs> Twilight is porn <laughs> I don't think it is. That's not what I mean. But it definitely um, dives into this and gets mm-hmm. as much power from that feeling of anticipation that yeah. I think... We Maybe. watch them kiss and it takes them about one minute to meet lips. Yeah, definitely. And like the thing is... It's exhilarating. Yeah, a boy can just jerk off. He doesn't get that. <laughs> That's why it works more for girls. Yeah, it's true. Anticipation is excellent. Because as everybody knows, women cannot masturbate. Well, the thing about that, what's the thing about that is, if you try to, your hand actually falls off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's so. just Jesus sees that. Yeah, yeah exactly. He didn't see theater club, but he sees you. Trying yeah, to, yeah, that's what he sees, and he's like, "Not on my watch, Mm-mm-mm-mm. bitch." Zap. Go back to doing dishes with those hands. Exactly, which yeah. I'm about to do after this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do matches dishes. I would say thank you, but it's required. So <laughs> <not just effective. laughs> it's expected. It's expected. So yeah. Um. But yes. Here's another problem. <laughs> film. Um, the way I know it's been covered a lot, and I, I am not as critical of it as some people are. Good. But the acting is excellent. Wonderful. All over the place. Groundbreaking. Here's the thing. We now know. I think, and I think lots of people would agree. Maybe most people would even agree today that they are both. Very good actors. It's full of good actors. Anna Kendrick, hello. Anna Kendrick is there. Lots of good actors. and But I mostly mean like Robert Pattinson mm-hmm. and Kristen Stewart. Stewart. They're excellent actors. Great actors. I think most of us would agree now. Kristen Stewart got a bunch of awards. Robert Pattinson is pretty much just like a... Sexy boy. A sexy boy, indie film. Batman guru. Man. Yeah, he's Batman playing Batman, too. isn't he? Yeah, yeah but he's like... That's a Batman of... I'm going to watch. <clears throat> I love Batman, so I'll watch it anyway. But the thing is like Robert, like Robert Pattinson, his career is amazing. The thing is, it came after um, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Which was kind of like his career beginning in a very good point. Yeah. And then like Twilight kind of put it at this weird, not standstill, but like... I think they were was... both They were both tied to Twilight. And he I... hated it. Yeah, I think he didn't like it. I think I... she also hated it. They definitely seem like they're not enjoying themselves. I think much. they dated each other out of misery. <laughs> well, you know, that's just a... Very valid reason to date each Did other. Did you know a lot of the music, when I say a lot, I mean about two songs in the movie, are by Robert Pattinson? I did not know that. Uh-huh. Is that that like, wanky guitar shit that's going on in the uh-huh, background exactly. of all the scenes? Oh my yeah, God. in the restaurant, I believe that's one of the songs by that by him. It could be the same song twice. And then the scene where he, I think when he's like sucking the blood out of Bella's arm. Oh, yeah. That is also, I think that is Let Me Sign by Robert Pattinson. Well, Robert, thank you for your contribution to this film um, <laughs> in terms of the songs. Uh, but the thing is, for me, like, you know, but Robert is an amazing example of somebody who got out from that. 
I mean, Kristen mm. did as well. But Robert, I think, even more. Because he is now... Everybody's like, oh, he's just a good actor. Because yeah. he did so many things with great directors. And he just kind of stuck to his guns. And he's just like, I'm doing this indie, like, kind of mm-hmm. independent stuff for a while. And I'm just going to do stuff I want to do. And he had great roles. He's a great actor. He had his run with Cronenberg, which was great, I think. Uh, now he did, like, High Life with, with Clarence and now he's in the lighthouse, which I haven't seen yet, but I will see. Is he see in that? Him. Yeah, he's in there with Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah, Willem Dafoe, the other William. Uh, well, he's not William; he's Willem. Fuck. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so, so the, the, the amazing thing of him like kind of getting away from there, and and you know they're good actors. So I, my point is, you know they're good actors. Mm-hmm. They are all over the place. They do what they can with the script. I don't agree fully. Oh. I think <laughs> that they're I, either they're getting contradicting direction or they're not getting any direction oh because i feel like they switch from a thing to a thing and they they, it feels like they're experimenting with those parts and they don't know what works so every scene feels different in terms of what they're actually doing it's it's most apparent with kristen i think unfortunately who is just kind of she has scenes where she's kind of okay and she has scenes where she is just hard to look at i'm I'm Mm. afraid yeah, that's true. And I, I know the script doesn't help because the dialogue's not very good. But you get people, you know, like Anna Kendrick, who kind of is just there, and you're like, oh, he's there, it's fine, you know. And One person I think, I think has not been served well by being in Twilight, and honestly, I'm glad, uh, is Taylor Lautner. I don't think he's a good actor. He's not much in this one. He, yeah, he's not. But he's been, so, I feel like he was one of those child actors. Yeah. He could have maybe moved into it other if he was better but the thing is he's got like a good body but he's honestly like not that good looking (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry what are we talking about (laughs) is that the fuck can't kill part or um no we'll get there um but i think i feel like he being in twilight it just kind of i don't know it put a bad taste on his career yeah he's kind of doing shitty like bit parts or tv shows where he gets the chance to be in it he made like this action film like a, a couple of years ago is that ago. the one where he's like he's a secret agent or someone gets kidnapped he's on a train at some point i'm sure that's it uh <laughs> yeah he made this one and yeah it kind of flopped so i think he's gone but he made the wrong choice oh yeah well his wig is also awful he wears his a wig, hat all the time so I don't know. his wig is obscene in this film yeah it's terrible Okay, I, I did not pay attention because honestly, I like that whole werewolf kind of thing, but it doesn't go anywhere. So it's just a build yeah. up to the sequel. It dives so. into more in yeah. New Moon. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so not, not much to say about this. Um, here's the thing I have to say um, about the biology class, the second one where they talk about the stages oh, yeah. and shit. Um, they uh, it's the, the scene starts with somebody, uh, with the teacher saying... Whoever uh, is the best gets the golden onion. Mm-hmm. The prized, the prized, the prized golden onion. And I was like, "Well, that is interesting." Finally, you get me something that I can look forward to in this film. And I watch the film. I'm like, "Who's gonna get the old golden onion?" And the scene finishes. I'm like, and they're walking down the hall. I'm like, "What's going on? Where, where's the golden onion?" And the film film goes on. And I had to rewatch that scene. She the has next the golden day. onion. I know. I had to rewatch the scene the next day because. Um, the next day, I woke up and I was like, "It's impossible." Haunted by the golden onion. Yeah, I was like, "It's impossible that the film just left it out." It's like completely Chekhov's gun. After putting this thing in, I was like, "It's impossible." Like nobody <laughs> would do it. Like the golden onion was mentioned specifically; they had to give it to somebody. So I had to rewatch that scene and mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, she's holding it." Mm-hmm. I am still upset that they didn't make a big, bigger deal out it's of this. It's subtle. 
Yes. Like, of course they won. They're geniuses. I want more. <laughs> anyway. Let's get a sequel. Twilight 5, The Golden Onion Returns. The Golden Onion. One and only. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's just... Right, I'm stupid. Well, we knew. We've been new. <laughs> I'm sorry. I also have a, a, a note that says, A girl knows pie. How possible? It's impossible. It's impossible for a girl to know the pie. Yeah, he, she, he recites. She's like, has lots of questions. And he's like, something, something. All right, why, to get to the other side. And then he yeah. recites whatever the square root of pie is. I don't fucking know because I'm a woman. Exactly, um, you don't know. And then Bella says, I don't want to know what the square root of pie is. And he's like, you knew that? And he's like, impressed. He's like, ooh, yeah, woman like, no pie. Because when you think about it, he's from the 1800s. I'm sorry, what do I think about? He's from the 1800s. Yes. Continue. He hates women. Oh, yeah, gotcha. That's why he's so upset when she walks in. He's like, another woman? Fuck's sake. So he doesn't actually come in his pants. He's just upset. No, no, no. He oh. can't. Can a vampire... Allege- seemingly he can. But he, they make a baby later yeah. on, so I'm sure he can but do But how something. is... How worky? How peepee worky? <laughs> Does he, have, he doesn't have his own blood, right? That's how the science works. Oh, you mean like... oh? How does he get an erection? Oh, that's a good point. I know. Oh. How does it happen? So I guess he has to eat the... something first. And then we the rest <laughs> there. Well, no, he has oh, to he get has the to... blood. <laughs> Use their blood? But that's gay yeah. then. If it's like that's a man's blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, because in, in Breaking Dawn, he's like... Um, He's like, I promise, because they don't have sex until they get married. And then in Breaking Dawn, when they're on their honeymoon, um, he's like, I promised we'd try. Which means he he's not sure that he can get an erection either, right? It's kind of weird that. But he, then I guess he does. Then what's the fucking problem with him in this film? Because he seems like there's just like he, so much cum. <laughs> like no. he just can't get rid <laughs> of it. His problem is that he wants to eat her. So there's a, okay. Well, I think that's a metaphor. No, 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 no. There's a thing. Um, yes. The thing about him being constantly having an orgasm around Bella yes. is that Bella is, I don't think this is the right way to format this sentence, but um, it's la tua cantata or cantate, cantante, cantante. Listen, I don't speak that's the languages. Singing? Which means, yeah, it means your singer, which means... That um, Bella's blood sings to Edward. Oh, that explains it all. I'm sorry. Which is why, <laughs> which is why he's like, you're my own personal brand of heroin because her blood smells so tasty that he's like, I want to eat that. <laughs> he wants to drink it, so that's why he's like, frick, because he's a vegetarian. He's like, I can't do this. I can't do she that. She smelled too mm. nice, and he was already hungry. Yeah. So that's why he has to leave, go eat some things, yeah. come back, say hello. Yeah. What do you think of the weather? Yeah. yeah. So that's. Click off a bit. Yeah. Now you know. We've all been there. <laughs> Not me. I would be smote. Exactly. By the Lord. But um, it, it is so. Like, okay, so there's an explanation in the book or whatever. There's a name for what Bella is. I don't. It's it's sexual. It's sex. It's it's all sexual. It's supposed to be sexual. I can't believe that. Well, it's vampires not. are inherently sexual. That's not really true. Let yes, the right one in proves it's not. Inherent. Let the right one in is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Comparatively, now that we're talking about Twilight, um, 
No, they are. They're inher- they're like the sexiest. They're the most erotic vampire I mean, horror monsters. I'm not saying that as a detriment to the film. I'm just saying the film is about sex. That, that that's what the film is about. It's about teenage sex, sure, and like that kind of like early kind of infatuation and like that early lust you have for somebody that feels uncontrollable. That you feel like, oh, I need to do something about this because I'm gonna like explode. That's kind of what the film is about, you know. Mm. I think that's kind of what I get out of this film because it's not a film about love. Yes, it is. I don't agree. <laughs> I don't think it's a film about love. Uh, I don't think it's a film, you know, about anything else really. That those are the two main themes, I guess. They they say that they're in love a lot, and there's a lot of this, uh, yeah, sexual attraction. And I'd say that is it. I don't see a different theme here. Because they don't focus on anything else. Yeah, you know what I like in this film. <laughs> Please tell me. Please tell me. Um, this is an observation I made. Having it's the first time I've watched it in about a year or so, and I've watched yeah. a lot of other movies since that have portrayed the same thing and not done a good job. The portrayal of the internet search is excellent. <laughs> no, you know so that's what you want to talk about. The, the Google search you, she does. Yeah, you know, in so many films, they do it, or like TV shows, they do such a bad job of just creating. An internet search. Yeah. They do a terrible job, but this is like a good one. It's like, this looks like a real website. Yeah, because it's Google. No, but even when they make, like, they go to the website, because they also have to, like, oh, yeah, fake yeah. The, the results and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. It it's like, pretty good. Yeah, it's like an early 2000s, yeah, mm-hmm. site kind of thing. Yeah, it looks pretty well. Do you know what's one of the things that pops up in the search results? I have it written down somewhere. I think. Uh, it's going to take a while before I find it. Trying to find it though because it's this weird thing that is also very sexual. Yeah, she finds it's not the first thing that pops up in, in the search results, but I think it's like the second. And it says Legends of the Sleeping Beaver. <laughs> I am not joking. This is 100% in the oh film. My God. It's the second search result. It says Legends of the Sleeping Beaver. Oh my God, Bella's sex life be like. And if that's not an innuendo, then I don't know. <laughs> That is wild. What do you think about the baseball scene? I um, Mind don't blowing. care. <laughs> Mind blowing. Excellent. Super massive like, black hole. Yeah. That is what made the muse's career. Not true, but okay. Yeah, no, it's in fact, it's actually correct. <laughs> I love that scene. It's wonderful. Do you want to talk about the soundtrack? The soundtrack's great. I don't agree. I think they're... I think you don't like the soundtrack because you like the songs and you don't like the fact that they're there. No, that's not really true. Um, I am fine with most of the songs that are used that are actual songs, like Supermassive Black Hole, even though they cut it down a little bit and it's weird how they do it. doesn't matter. Uh, it's fine. You know, whatever. It's definitely a thing of its times and, you know, Supermassive Black Hole is kind of a thing that kind of reeks of 2000s, so that's fine. Mm. Uh, I'm okay with this. The problem I have is the fucking music that pops up in like weird scenes where like they talk or something or like something happens and there's just weird like wailing things going on in the background <laughs> of the guitar. I'm like, what it's is Robert this? Robert Pattinson. <laughs> it's like Robert Pattinson doing it. He's going like, like, dude, what's the point? Like, just like, let me see. Like, you know, let me watch the scene. Uh, going back to Let the Right One In quickly, Let Me In does the same thing where it's like they put music over every scene. And it's like extra over, you know. One thing that I think they do interesting in Let Me In is that they have, um, what's the song he's listening to? He listens to a bunch of better songs. There's a song about dancing. What's that song? 
I have it in my notes, but I really don't want to find it. That's fine. You don't have Life to. mirror. Peeping. Barefoot. Might, might be over. We already stopped talking about letting me in. This is not professional podcasting. Fuck. I am sorry. Um, if you're listening wait, to no, this I podcast... Wait, no, I did. I had it. I had it. I just want to say I'm sorry. No, so so the, they've got... The runner is listening to Let's Dance. It's like, let's dance. They listen that to one. David Bowie. I was he thinking listens, that. So yeah. the runner no. listens to that, but then later on, the policeman is listening to it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like an ironic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Dance pops up like twice. And the first time is very muddled and you can like barely hear it. And I was like, yeah. is that Let's Dance? Uh-huh. It is. Anyway, sorry. Back to Twilight. Back to Twilight. Fuck. The music, I don't, I, don't, I don't mind the licensed songs. They're fine. Whatever. The music that pops up like in between or like that's just like the actual soundtrack. I hate that. It's not good. I'm sorry. It's not good. So rude. Sorry. Don't like it. One line. um, Getting on track to the actual film. (laughs) One one line that Bella says. When Bella's like asking Edward to change her. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, you're going to die or whatever. And she says, and this is the direct quote from Maché's everyday vernacular. I'm dying already. Every second, I get closer. That is that is true. <laughs> it's that exactly right. what you say every I, single day. I know that is what I say, and that is true, and that is true, true for, for Bella us all. as well. Yeah, and for you, and mm-hmm. for everybody in the world, unless you are a vampire or Jim Carrey in the mask or Jim Carrey in the mask, who lives forever in all of our hearts. But uh, immortal. But, but but yeah, the film just says that it doesn't matter. What? Like, the film, the, the ending thing of her being like, turn me, and he being like, no, you, you live a life and have a good life. And she's like, okay. I'm like, okay, well, what's the point of this? What's the, what's my emotional investment in this, whether she gets turned or not? Like, it's... She'll keep aging and he won't. Yeah, but... Also, they can't freaking have sex. That's probably her number one priority. Yeah, she probably it's should. like, turn me so we can freaking ride. Yeah, she really needs that. He needs that, too. That boy is... Woof. Up. Pent up. The whole arc of uh, Edward in this film is he is an asshole. Sexy boy. Uh, sexy, but terrible person. No. The worst person. He's not a person. Uh, worst vampire. No. He is not nice. He no. is. His way of approaching this situation of being like, oh, she smells nicey, I want to eat, is <laughs> I'm going to be extremely ambivalent while talking to that woman, but still kind of hang around, you know, maybe she wants to talk, I don't know, she comes over, it's like, oh no, don't talk to me, I am vampire, I will kill you, don't, no, very troubled young man, go away, don't, don't wanna, do you it. don't want to know me, and but she I goes, watch you when you sleep, <laughs> but I watch you, I can't stop, <laughs> and then he finally is like, I just, I can't fight it, oh, it's been so hard, oh my god, oh, <laughs> I, I gave him see I made more of a performance than Robert I've Pattinson I've tuberculosis now <laughs> from what I said your performance gave me tuberculosis <laughs> I need an iron lung stop see Robert this is what he should have done and that would have been don't a better performance don't be rude performance. to Robert Robert deserves the world he does he's great I love Robert now I love that boy that's oh, fine but it's that thing he is terrible I hate it like how can you sympathize with this character at all while he's like his thing of like oh I'm so troubled is not anything like the like like Ely is like in Let the Right One In because Ely her life actually sucks well, her I life can, is terrible I can tell you why you can sympathize with him right so in Let the Right One In there's a big thing there's a big discrepancy with yeah. the vampire in Let the Right One In and the vampire in Twilight and the difference in the vampire in Twilight is that Edward has excellent hair 
She has quite nice hair. No. I mean, it's kind of dirty. It's not the same. But the thing is... Edward's hair never get greasy. Are you done with the bit? Can I... Uh... No, I make... This isn't a bit. Excuse me. <laughs> this is a point. This is an argument. Okay. I take your argument. Thank you for the argument. What I'm saying is... Let the right one in. The vampire has a shitty life. She tries her best. Kind of sucks. She has to eat. It's terrible. Edward... <laughs> Perfect life. He's got a nice family, hanging out in a good, nice place, eat some animals, hanging out, all great, no problems. He can live like that forever. He's been living like that for a long time. It's all great. Edward's Nothing the happens. first vampire um, that Carlisle turned. Very important fact. I don't feel empathy for him. I don't feel anything for him because he drags that woman into his life uh, and fucks up her life majorly fucks up her life mm. just because he uh, can't jerk off. He can't get an erection. He wants to drink her blood. I'm saying is... What I'm saying is... It, it has this big discrepancy for... Like, this big, like... like I, When I think about it, I have this thing in my mind of being like, why do I care and why would I be into it what he's trying to do? Because I don't... You know, I think it's creepy and not, not nice. Shouldn't do that to a lady. Shouldn't do that to anybody. Really. Don't be that guy who kind of hovers around and, and is like, oh, you shouldn't be friends with me. I'm so edgy. Oh, no. Don't be. No. Don't, don't come near me. <laughs> don't do it, but I'm very sexy. So sexy, though. Nice hair. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's I disagree. I, I love it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mache. Is it time? What? Do you have more notes? Uh, I have one more thing that I want to say. Okay. Say uh, it. Is In Rainbows the best Radiohead album, do you agree? Uh, don't listen to Radiohead. What about 15 Step that plays at the end of Radio uh, Day in the Toilet? Uh, I don't like that song. Uh, wrong. In Rainbows <laughs> is the best Radiohead album, and that is a wonderful song. Well, what's your favorite Ariana Grande song? I mean, album. <sighs> Thank you, Next. That's an album. That is an album. Well there done. You Excellent. There you go. Okay. I'm so fucking grateful for my ex. Right? Yeah. That's now it. we're going to get copyright striked. Fuck. Ariana, come on. <laughs> level with this, Ari. Level with this. Jim okay. Carrey did it. It's fine. <laughs> um, so th- the only thing I want to kind of put it back in the loop and then we can move on is this thing of... So why do you think that those films are thematically... Like, I know, they're, they're about vampires. I think it's good if we talk about them together. But I think Twilight is about something completely different than Let the Right One In. I think Twilight is about sex... I think Twilight is about teenage, sexual awakening, shit like that. I think Let the Right One In is not about that. It's about, you know, people having a connection, empathy, that kind of stuff. I don't really see why in your lecture they would be like, watch this or that, because I don't feel it. Maybe depending on what you're talking about, but in general... So there is a line that's identical, and I, I can't remember what it was. Um, <laughs> but I promise you, <laughs> there is. Um, I tried to find my notes from the lecture. Um... Well, no, I wrote notes. That's what I would watch the films, yeah. write notes. I can't yeah. find my notes from when I watched it, obviously, because it was like 2014. Yeah. Um, which is five years ago. Um, but because they're both about romance. They're both about... Don't shake your head at me. They're both about romance. They're both about the um, issue of being young but being young forever. I'm trying to make friends. <laughs> Along the way. Yeah. But I don't feel like the right one is about romance. It's about a connection. It is. But 
It's not a romantic relationship. Yeah, it is. He says, can we go steady? And she's like, yeah, okay. Uh, It's a close relationship. I'm not sure. It's It's romantic. But the the Twilight relationship is... They kiss. Another thing I think about Twilight is it's kind of like Wuthering Heights for me. It's based off Wuthering Heights. Yeah. So Wuthering Heights is also a film where I feel like the romance is extremely toxic. Like when I read... Mm. I love Wuthering Heights. I think it's a marvelous book. But I read that book and I'm like... Ooh, this is bad stuff. Like, those people should not be together at all. This is wrong. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no bueno. Don't do it. No, no. No. Uh, you know, have sex, whatever. But, like, don't be in a relationship. It's not good for you, for anybody involved. Well, that could be said for any relationship with a man. <laughs> any relationship that involves a straight woman or a woman who is interested in men being with a straight man. So it's a, it's a um, warning. It's a... It's a cautionary tale. I agree. But yeah, but the Twilight is the same. And like maybe when I watched it for the first time when I was 15, that was like kind of one of the breaking points for me of being like, oh, I don't engage with the romance because I don't feel it's very healthy. I was like, oh, that's (laughs) a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, but yeah, uh, I think now I can look at it more like, oh, I can still enjoy the film. I don't think it's pushing the idea of romance too hard. I think it's okay. Uh, I think it gives you that space to kind of have your own opinion about what's going on, and it doesn't like push it down your throat. Like those, like you know, those teenagers, Bella and Edward, they just kind of have their own conversations, conversations about it, and what they say is, "We're so madly in love," and that's fine because that's what you would say as a teenager. And I can watch it and be like, "No, fucking idiot." Yeah, and I still can go along with the film, so that's fine. But it's like Wuthering Heights for me, where a lot of people are like, "Oh, this is this wonderful tale about love and all this shit." I'm like, "This is." No, not good. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do it. Well, Mache. Uh, Twilight, let the right one in. Let me in. Mm-hmm. Fuck, haunt, kill. All right, let's go. Um, I would fuck Bella's car. <laughs> <laughs> it is a nice Why? car. Is uh, it? I like it. Yeah, it's like uh, this guy kind of old school vibe. I don't know much about cars, but I like an old car. You know, okay. I like an old. Uh... That is not a dream. That's the car coming over. It hurt oh. you. It hurt you. <laughs> They're coming to get me. <laughs> <laughs> a car isn't an animal object. We can fuck it. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, talking about playing a game like fuck on kill. In three films that uh, has mostly underage characters, mm-hmm. I choose to fuck the car. Okay. Yeah. Haunt. Uh, I'm gonna haunt uh, Connie because he's a little shit and I hate him. <gasps> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. He does. He gets killed in the film. Is he the guy who loses his head? I think they all lose their heads. Anyways, uh, he dies, but that's not good enough. Mm-hmm. I want him to be haunted by the visions of people he bullied for the rest of his life and then die of old age unhappy and sad Mm, mm -hmm. that's what i want for connie yeah okay and uh, i would uh, kill abby me just just for the bit me just kill you or abby the vampire me both i don't know fuck i don't know i don't think that's allowed that's against the rules Uh, well (laughs) are there rules in this game it's fuck can't kill okay you ask me now uh abby yes uh twilight let the right one in let me in fuck can't kill go okay well y'all know that i'm fucking edward cullen oh we all know that robert pattinson is of age in that film and edward cullen is in fact around 200 and something years of age so i'm good good points i will allow that haunt 
I would haunt Clay Jensen. Um, his character's name I Ooh. can't remember. Oh, the, the he played Connie in the in, in, the in that yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would haunt Clay Jensen. Um, Why? Because he's a stupid, annoying kid, and he's like really mean. He makes him pee himself. He makes Owen pee himself, and he like whips him across the face. Not nice. Not nice. But he doesn't like in the in Let the Right One In. They have like twigs, whereas he has like an actual like metal. Yeah, what is that? Thing? I don't know. It's like what you used to like point to the board in school. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah. And then I would kill uh, Jacob Black over and over again. Alright. Every time. Fuck you, Jacob, I guess. Fuck Jacob, fuck werewolves. Uh, Team, Team Edward, Edward for life. Yeah. Team Edward. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess that's it. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's what we get out because yes. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Um, on this, on this, uh, it's gone incredibly dark. Yeah, it's not as as late as you think it is. We've been going for like two hours. It's not that long. Mm. It's okay. It's just that it's winter. It is winter indeed. Yes. Uh, in film news, did you see that? Um, so Disney's, uh, Disney Plus, their streaming service, yeah. they have instead of like censoring the like racially insensitive and the like old things, they've got instead they're gonna have a disclaimer before every film that's like. This film contains some out-of-date cultural depictions or something like that, which I think is excellent. That's a good one, yeah. Don't cut them. Yeah. But make sure you're being like, this isn't yeah. okay now. Yeah, uh, 100%. And I, that's actually reminds me of a time I went to see this film from, I think, the 40s. It's called uh, Kind Hearts and, and Coronets. It's from the 40s. It's like this uh, comedy, British comedy, about yeah. a guy who murders a bunch of people. It's great. It's oh. like a dark comedy. It's, it's awesome. It's very nice. I went with my sister, mm-hmm. who is 14. And we both enjoyed it very much. It didn't. Uh, it aged quite well, I think, except for one bit at the end where they say the N word a few times for no reason at oh all, with no connection to the film, just like as this uh, nursery rhyme thing. Oh, okay. Like okay. this British nursery rhyme with the N word in it. Oh. <laughs> so it's not. There's there's not a black person inside in this film. There's nothing about this. It, Is it, it any meeny miny mo? Yeah. Okay. Touch, yeah, uh, yeah. By the tone. Yeah. And it's just like used in this film. It goes out of nowhere. It like comes and you're like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. That's because that's how it, it was. That was the yeah. way they used to say it. Exactly. And they did the same thing in the film where they're like, this is a restored version of this film. This film contains a scene where uh, language that isn't appropriate today is used and like, you know, a bunch of stuff about like culture and how it changed and stuff like that. And I was like, this is great. I love it. Mm. Because if you censor it, you're just putting more attention into it. Exactly. And you're making it like fake. If well, you cut it out, it's also just like you're not showing. Yeah, how it was. was. Yeah, exactly. you're, you're missing context and you're missing content. So. Exactly. And what we need is education and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just to be aware of how we treated this as a society mm-hmm. not that long ago. Yeah. And how terrible it was. Yeah, it's awful. And how we should do better. Mm-hmm. We are constantly repaying for these sins. I need a piss. Well, I hope Jesus uh, has mercy on us and uh, thank you for listening and... Uh, Amen. Let the right one in, guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do we talk about what we do next time? Oh, yeah, you're, yeah. Machi, what films are we going to watch next week? Or film, singular. So I have three ideas. Okay. Um, uh, I'll do it quick because I know you have to pee. But uh, uh, what I have is I thought we should do something a bit funnier, a bit lighthearted, maybe because we did some serious films now, especially Twilight. Mm-hmm. So I have three film suggestions raising in terms of intensity of what I think you can take. Excuse me? All right. So my <laughs> first idea for um, a film we can watch that's a comedy horror film is called Basket Case. Okay. It's from the 80s. Okay. It's a extra low budget like literally no money 
uh, shitty exploitation film. I mean, not shitty. I think it's very good, but it is harsh. Like, in terms of, like, effects, very harsh. Okay. Very weird film made by a guy I like a lot. It has a sequel. It has two sequels. Okay. Uh, And then we have uh, Theater of Blood, which is a Vincent Price film that I bought for James. Okay. Recently. You bought from James? For James. No, I bought it for James as a gift. steal it from him? Uh, No, I think we can buy another copy or steal it from him. Uh, That's a fun one. That's a proto-slasher, I would say, from the 70s. But it's the same year as The Exorcist. Hmm. So I don't know if we want to repeat ourselves that much. It is a cool film. I would love to talk about it, though. The third idea I have is a film called uh, People Under the Stairs, which is a Wes Craven film. Do you mean Harry Potter? Nope. He is not one of the people under the stairs because Harry Potter is a wizard. has not been invented yet. Oh. Also, he's a wizard. And this film uh, does not contain any wizards. Oh. Anyways, uh, it's a Wes Craven film. It's a bit less, no- bit less known. Also a horror comedy. Um... It actually has some uh, racial topics that it covers, I think, Ooh, quite well. And uh, it's an interesting film. I have it on Blu-ray. Okay. So one of those three is what I would go for. Do you have anything that kind of jumps out to you? Um, hmm. I mean, I'm good. I think People Under the Stairs sounds interesting. Yeah, let's do that one. Okay. That's the safest bet, I oh. think. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll see you next time for uh, People Under the Stairs. Uh, I'm just going to watch Harry Potter. Uh, I was just going to watch Harry Potter. So you'll, you'll, you'll hear me talking endlessly about Wes Craven. Fuck on kill. Goodbye. Peace.